Activate your personal shield and get your traits level 3, because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. In this episode, we're going over the Megaton. The Megaton, that is a word, actually. Of Rogue One DLC news. Let's get started. Before we get into the show... Our podcast is now over one years old. No, you got this old. wrong. Me and you are one year old. We're, we're one year We've old. We've been on this earth for one years old. That doesn't make sense, but one year old. We are one year old. We've been on this earth for one years. The the S is in brackets. <laughs> but seriously, Sam, how does it feel to have our podcast over one year old? Makes feel fuzzy inside. A little reflection. We've had 15 guests. We've done 64 episodes so far. This will be number 65. So, guys, we'll make the 65th episode. The 65th episode. 65th. <laughs> 65th episode of the Star Wars Battlefront podcast. And also, we have another thing to announce. Sam, me, and Cinematic Captures are working on a narrative-driven Star Wars Battlefront cinematic series. I am the writer and narrator of the Imperial side, and... I am the narrator for the Rebel side. And then Cinematic Captures does all of the footage. And you can go on our YouTube channel, Tidy Sheep Films. That is youtube.com slash Films. And check out the first series trailer of Warring Galaxy. I'm pretty excited about this. Now that's out of the way, let's go into some news. So on November 17th, we got a ton of Rogue One DLC news. And also the release trailer of the Battlefront Ultimate Edition for $40. And it comes with the Season Pass um, and the game. Otherwise known as the Tick Off Everyone edition of Battlefront. Yeah, that's, that's what it's been like so far. I'm not ticked off about it, but I've seen a lot of other people pretty ticked off about it. Would it, like, if you don't have the season, you have, like, one season pass, and to buy the season pass, it's, like, $50. So you might as well just buy the Ultimate Edition, correct? Pretty much, but soon the season pass should be going on sale. But that's what I'm, I'm assuming because, I mean, you can get the game itself alone on the video game wall of shame, as I like to call it, for $20. Yeah, and what? sometimes even cheaper than that some places. $110 we paid for the game and the season pass. And also $450 for the PlayStation, PlayStation that came with it. Uh, with my breakdown of the, the Ultimate Edition, it is $20 for the game, so we should be seeing the season pass at least going down to $20, which I think is pretty good. pretty good deal, $5 a DLC. And, and even if you just bought one, $15 for one, maybe two, $30. It'd still be cheaper just to go get the season pass instead of keep continuing buying them separately. Because if you've got two, if you've got two, I think that's the passing point. If you've got three, I think it's just better for you just buy everything separately. What do you think, Sam? Correct. Now, what did you think of the trailer that was released with it? I mean, I was pretty like, oh, it's just going to be one of those promotional, you know, we've been doing this for a year trailers, but no, it came with some really cool footage of the Rogue One DLC. Just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. I think it's maybe five to 10 seconds of it. It starts out with Rogue One DLC, then it switches to all four DLC outlined. We also got the first promotional uh, picture for the game. And it was also announced for December 6th, correct? Yes, the DLC, for, the Rogue One DLC will launch December 6th for season, season pass, pass holders. holders. And so, then two weeks be 14... The 20th? Yeah, the 20th. So for everyone else that does not have the season pass, 
it will be coming out December 20th, which is four days after the movie for everyone. Yeah, so we'll have like sneak peek into Rogue One if you do have the season pass. Yeah, that's another thing I want to talk about. That is going to be weird to see. I mean, hopefully there's not a bunch of spoilers in it. Like, yeah, I doubt it. Mostly the heroes. Doesn't really have a story, so it can't spoil. It's going to be pretty cool to see the world of Battlefront before we get into the movie, kind of like with Jakku, the Battle of Jakku um, maps and game mode. Like we got to see that before we watched The Force Awakens, which is a pretty cool experience. And then we're going to be having that same experience for Rogue One. So the six, 10 days before the movie comes out, we'll be playing the Rogue One DLC as Jyn Erso with a new weapon, the A1... 80 or something like that and it's a pistol so she is a pistol wielder which is pretty cool to see in that promotional image we see director krennic and he is surrounded by two death troopers i've seen mixed reviews of mixed views on krennic having bodyguards and Jen not that that's what i'm assuming it's going to be what do you think sam that'd be interesting i haven't watched really any of the trailers so yeah i don't want to spoil it for me yeah. Like all of you guys have already done. <laughs> Shame on you. Yeah, Sam's not watching any of the Rogue One trailers. Already got a massive spoiler. Darth Vader's going to be in it. Yeah, apparently Sam didn't know that Darth Vader was going to be in Rogue One. Crossed my mind. So yeah, I'm not watching any of the trailers so I can have a fresh thing. I barely even know any of the characters' names. Like, you know, Star Wars The Force Awakens, I knew the characters' names and such. But I didn't really know anything. Kylo Ren was not spoiled for me. Good. Yeah like his face, but I kind of suspected that he was Han Solo's son. But what do you think of director Krennic having bodyguards? Do you think that's a good addition? I do not think that's a good addition at all. Why not? Because it's a little unbalanced. You'll have Emperor Palpatine and Krennic if they're on the same team, if that is possible, which it probably will be because it's the same time era. You'll have four buffed troopers, in Heroes vs. Villains Hero Blast, which is a little unfair. Leia has the two, which, and I also think the... Their um, regular troopers aren't going to be in Hero Blast. Not even the Royal Guards? No, I don't uh, think so. It's just going to be a good be addition, but... So you don't think it's a good idea for having two villains with bodyguards and then only having one on the hero side? They've always matched so far. Yeah. Leia has bodyguards, Emperor Palpatine has bodyguards, Luke has a lightsaber, Darth Vader has a lightsaber, then it, the rest guns. It depends on whether or not they can beef a Jyn or so up enough. I mean, if it can counteract the the bodyguards addition, if they are, if Krennic's going to have bodyguards and Jyn Erso's not going to. I don't really see Jyn Erso being like a really powerful hero. Well, from the because trailer. Because you, when you think of powerful hero in Star Wars Battlefront, you don't think of like Han or Jyn Erso. You think of Bosk, IG-88, Bounty Hunters. Like, them being overpowered. That's what you think. Like, that is the... Uh, like, Han on is all. sucky. Han <laughs> sucks. Gosh. Han is loserville. <laughs> he peaked in high school and slowly went down. <laughs> he is the worst hero, in my opinion. He is trash. He's trash? He is trash. I haven't played him in forever. He's still in a trash compactor. <laughs> he never left. Oh. Okay, that's a little bit of a tangent, but going on to Rogue One. As I was saying, Jyn Erso, she doesn't seem like the heroes are so underpowered right now. If yeah. you had 5v5, or now 6v6. Now 6v6 currently. Yeah, 6v6 so currently. If you had 6v6 hero versus villains right now, and all of the players had the, had equal amount of experience, the villains would win every time. Now, I'm not talking about the 
heroes don't win because they do. It's all about the team and the players. Yeah. But if everybody was super coordinated, they were As extremely even, other. you think the villains would still win? They would. Okay. I think that will. And we'll get onto this in a little bit later. Uh, the hero designer said some things about the heroes and glitches and that kind of stuff. But that's a little bit later. Why don't you think uh, Generoso is going to be a powerful hero? I mean, from what I've seen from the trailer, she's um, she's pretty beasty. She is pretty beasty. I mean, she was spoilers if you haven't watched the trailers, which I haven't. So I'm getting spoilers. I'm I'm going to be very vague about this. She's hobbling on a platform, and then there's an a tie fighter that comes up above her, and she's walking hobbling towards that tie fighter. She which, jumps on it. No, just walking towards it. Oh. Now I don't know if that's a enemy tie fighter or if it's a uh, a friendly tie fighter, but that's pretty. It takes some guts to walk up to a tie fighter. I'm not saying she's not brave, but I'm not saying she could take on two villains in a one v two. It all depends. I mean, since we've had the the outer rim DLC, we've gotten traits with every single hero and villain. Then on, yeah, which has been good. Yeah. So I think the traits is one of the best things that they've been added for the heroes. So something like reckless, that is, I'm pretty sure Dengar's, yeah. but some bravery. Yeah, rebellion, that'd be it, like the rebellious. rebellious. You start going higher and higher on the trait level, and rebellion is a final one. Something like you give more damage, you Take basically like damage or something escape like artist plus bodyguard plus uh, ber- berserker. Like, yeah. I would like to see that. That would that she's would be cool. She's faster, addition. she hits harder, and she's stronger. Because yeah. I don't want to see another hero who has non-existent health. Yeah. Like, I saw you were playing Nian, and you got, like, 20 health from one little ATSD. Yeah. And I was playing Lando. Uh, play Walker Salt just to get the hero. I finally find it, because they did that Walker Salt glitch where you can have infinite heroes. <laughs> so I got it. I barely, I barely made it. I pull it up. I where I'm on uh, outpost bait on Ha, so I don't want to play. Uh, <laughs> a lot of the heroes day. are limited, so I pick Lando. He's a little bit of a sniper. I walk right out of the building to snipe. A orbital strike comes on me, and I'm at six health. Oh my gosh! I haven't even gotten one kill, and I'm already ninety four percent of my health is gone. Like I don't want to see another hero like that. She yeah. needs to. Even Chewbacca's. You know he's a tank, but. I think so I think they should make her blend in some more because she is just another trooper when you think about it. That'd be cool a trait to where she blends in with the uh, yeah her her hero uh, like you know the hero signal above her just disappears the more trait she gets or something like that because she is just a regular trooper and then that that would give you the ability to actually go around I mean when I have a hero, I become like an instant target for every single person on the, on the opposite team. And even your team, your target. They kill you with speeder bikes. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't run away. You can't hide. But if they have, like, in, I do better most of the time with a regular trooper than I do with the heroes because I just get targeted. Most especially, people do. Especially on those bigger maps where they're super open, like you are saying, Hoth and that kind of stuff. And I, I was doing really good on Hoth today. I got t- a second on the leaderboard or something like that. I got 30,000 XP because of the quadruple score weekend that's going on until the 20th. Let's go on to Krennic. Let's yeah. talk a little bit about, Krennic. Blah, 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 about him. Krennic with the bodyguard so far that we've seen. So, you know, a lot of people were asking for Moff Tarkin, and this is basically getting one. Yeah, this is get, basically getting Moff Tarkin. And 
he seems like he's going to be, I hope he's a weak villain and that his bodyguards give him the strength that he needs. From what I, I've seen from him is he, he looks kind of like the guy that doesn't want to get his hands dirty. Yeah. So maybe ranged. I think ranged would be good. But I mean, if from that trailer, I didn't, I mean, from that image, I didn't see a weapon in his hands. Yeah. W- so what if he doesn't have a weapon? That'd be really weird. I mean, we don't but relying on your guards is terrible. Is I mean, terrible. They just run off. Yeah, but what if he's a support villain? I mean, we have. I mean, Palpatine's not really a support and villain. He's not really supportive on Walker Salt. Yeah, but if you have a support um, villain, I think that'd be pretty interesting. I'm talking about like giving you health, not like gives you a ring around him as if yeah. an Overwatch. Not like here. Here's a little health pickup. Yeah, like a an emanating um, stem card Kinda or something like, like that. Wookie roar, but with health regen or something like that. I mean, that could be his trait. He could like start off. He gives each player. Maybe it's like a two ex- meter range, so you have to be really close to him, and then it extends. Trait one, like he could give people extra star card time or reloads. Trait two, he could. I want to say uh, boot. Give them the adrenaline stem. And then the third one, give them a, like, a high increase in damage. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool to see. And we also got a, f- a look at um, the Shore Troopers, the two variations of store, uh, Shore Troopers. Which is just a skin, so... Yeah, it's just a skin. So we've got the Death Troopers as the um, the bodyguards, which is cool to see. Hopefully they have different weapons. And we reached rank 90, finally. Oh, yeah, we yeah we reached rank 90. We're at 120,000 credits again. We bought we all, bought the all skins. of the skins. So yeah, I don't really think that the skins are very good. Like I want to use like alien heads on the Empire because the uh, no offense, but the humanoid skins are kind of ugly. Yeah, you want to you want to lesson from science? <laughs> sure. You can't nail humans at all in video games. Not yet. Not yet. I mean, we don't have the power to do that because when you look at your skin, you see thousands upon mil actually millions of cells and they're all make up the the texture of your skin i mean it's not just a single skin texture like in games and stuff it's every single texture is different which that's not possible on gaming hardware right now it may not ever be until like 100 years from now what do you what do you think about krennic again going back to krennic i mean he's probably gonna be the support villain as you said uh yeah because he seems like the uptight office kind of guy yeah, and one of the trailers, he goes up against Darth Vader. Talks? Not, yeah, talks with him, like, and Darth Vader's not look happy. <laughs> and he's like, he's super angry, but you can see that he's going back a little bit from the fear that Darth Vader emanates. So that's going to be that's gonna be so cool to think, uh, see. I just thought about this. Seeing uh, Darth Vader and Krennic on the battlefront. Yeah, this is all up. We're not going to know any of the abilities. Like, this is new characters. You can't like speculate, oh, boss did this and this and this. Yeah. This is all just guessing. We have no hard truth on their abilities. This is basically like, hey guys, we're working on a Rogue One. You've been tearing tearing our souls out, wanting more details. Here's a little bit. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the trailer to release. I hope the... I just wish it released earlier rather than like a day or two before. Because it usually released two days before and then the day after that, the live stream happens and then it releases. Yeah. Because it doesn't build up hype. No, it's, it's very difficult to schedule trailers because you got to do it either. You show a little bit to hype it up and then you say, uh, here's another trailer and it shows a bunch more details and then the DLC releases. But it's got to be halfway between each of those. So I'm excited to see what's happening. And EA Dice, if you're listening to this, we would love 
absolutely love to travel to the live stream area just to get captures or talk with devs. Absolutely love it. Would be in Stockholm? Stockholm, or they've got a California. They've got a California one. I think it's in Los Angeles. So either one of those, if you want to bring us out, please bring us. Please bring us. We have we have chairs. (laughs) (laughs) That's about all we have. (laughs) Chairs. We can bring our chairs. A microphone. We have microphones. We have yes. We have high quality sound. High quality. High quality commentation. Very high quality. That's not even a word. Commentary. Okay, let's move on into uh, some of the news released. So this is going to be a big episode. We missed a whole week, and we've got a lot of news. Just We're super busy. We were working on a car in our garage where our studio is, so that's not a good spot for podcasting. A studio, a.k.a. the garage. (laughs) Yeah, a.k.a. the garage. (laughs) We're going to start with the blog post by EA Star Wars. Hopefully my phone doesn't die. It's been an incredible year for Star Wars Battlefront. The game has evolved in ways we never thought possible. And the community has exceeded our wildest dreams with their creativity and passion. I think this is a shout out to Cinematic Captures. (laughs) From cinematic still frames to hilarious comedy shorts, there's no limit to the creativity of the Star Wars fan base. And we've had a blast looking at all of the content created over the last year with Battlefront. But before we take a look back to celebrate, we want to quickly take you forward with some exciting news about something we've been working on for a while now. This thing makes me feel old. (laughs) We're happy to finally announce new details on Star Wars Battlefront Rogue One Scarif, which arrives for all season pass owners on December 6th. The fourth and final digital expansion pack gives you access to new content inspired by the upcoming film. Rogue One, a Star Wars story, arriving in theaters December 16th. In Rogue One Scarif, you'll battle across four new maps, including the sandy beaches of Scarif, an all-new planet crawling with Imperials, which should look mighty familiar to anyone who saw the movie trailer. Know that incredible scene in the trailer where the AT-ACT is marching through the waves? That's the one. Joining the battle are two new playable heroes, Jyn Erso and Orson Krennic, as well as a new multi-stage game mode with space and ground combat. Take your first look at the artwork for the upcoming expansion pack and get ready for an epic Star Wars adventure on December 6th in an anticipation of the new film. Also arriving on December 6th is the Star Wars Battlefront Rogue One X-Wing VR mission for PlayStation awesome. VR. Which we just got. Yeah, we just got PlayStation VR. I'm so excited. And by for that, that time, we'll have the camera, and well, we have the camera, but we're gonna get it a cheaper deal. Yeah, and we'll have the sticks. Yeah, I don't the think the sticks. <laughs> that is a super long name. <laughs> okay, this free DLC gives you control of your very own X-wing in fully immersive virtual reality. Brush up on your piloting skills, stay on target, and prepare to jump through hyperspace as you carry out. An important mission for the Rebellion. The Battlefront has evolved over the last year with tons of new content updates that allow fans to play Star Wars battles only previously available in their imagination. Nyanum can have a showdown against Dengar on the sandy dunes of Jakku. Chewbacca and Lando Calrissian can team up to take down Greedo and Bosk in the halls of Jabba's palace. Players can take control of the lovable R2-D2, rolling through the hallways of blaster fire while shutting down the enemy with his trusty fire extinguisher. Star Wars Battlefront has become an epic Star Wars sandbox, giving players the chance to battle throughout the galaxy like never before. To kick off the anniversary celebrations, we have new in-game activities starting today, November 17th. If you're looking to check out 
Outer Rim, Bespin, or Death Star, you can play the maps and modes from all three expansions for free until November 20th. And, pl- and all players will earn a quadruple score all weekend long. There's never been a better time to jump into the game with the Star Wars Battlefront Ultimate Edition. This special edition includes Star Wars Battlefront and Season Pass, which includes the four expansion packs and the amazing content we've added from all over the Star Wars galaxy, including Star Wars Battlefront Rogue One Scarif and the VR mission when they release on December 6th. Thanks for helping us make this year an incredibly memorable one for the, for Star Wars Battlefront. Your support, feedback, and participation have meant a lot to all of us. And we wouldn't be where we are today without our amazing fans. There are quite a few things to look forward to, so come celebrate with us and get ready for more exciting updates and events, in-game and out. What do you think, Sam? Pretty good. Next episode, we're going to do a whole breakdown of what we th- want out of the Rogue One VR and what that could possibly mean for future Battlefront. Then we can do a review after we've played the game. Yeah. Because a lot of people aren't going to get VR. It's a steep price. It's as much as a PlayStation, so... It's actually more yeah. than a PlayStation if you get the Just whole the launch headset. bundle. But still, yeah. Now let's get on to the developer comments of this DLC release news. Dennis Brandval at Dice Firewall says, Here's some early info on the next DLC. Space to Ground. Woo. Yeah, so you will have Space to Ground and... He mentions earlier to... Moving on, um, Bobby Big Nuts asks, <laughs> at Dice Firewall, will the space to ground be in separate stages like Battle Station, or can you get a ship from ground and fly straight up? Then his Branval replies and says, like Battle Station, but more focused on ground this time around. So that's everyone's wish mostly. Yeah, so you can't... Everyone there was are, tired. There aren't really going to be ships that you can jump into. It's going to be wish. a transition. I wish that it was, but, you know, that's a lot of resources to use. Yeah. Okay, now okay. next tweet. Michael Pocock asks, at Dice Firewall, multi-stage mode with space to ground or space and ground? Then it's Brenval says, both. Yeah, so you'll be able to start in space and fly yourself down or the other way around. Daniel Cambrand says, today's playlist was so much fun. Want to play this in a live environment now. Yeah, he's talking about the Rogue One playtest that they had internally, which is pretty cool to see. Giam Roz says, I will track and update on fixes, tease my changes, and at some point talk about new heroes. Maybe. Yes. So he's working on the fixes for Chewbacca and Bosk that he mentions in the tweet after this. Yes. Worked on stuns against heroes. Stun locking should be less of an issue now. Yes. So that is amazing. I'm so glad about that. Less of an issue soon. Yeah, I'm so excited about it too. Luke, Mr. Stunlock. Luke Stunwalker. <laughs> you know, one of the re- um, the reasons why they may be uh, rushing it for December 6th of the Rogue One DLC, or not rushing it, just bringing it out on December 6th, is because they didn't have a November patch and they needed to get yes. that out as fast as possible. And then he says, Lando and Boss Glitch Fix is being tested. Yes. They... Uh, and previously in the week, they said they're going to make Chewbacca prettier and that they're going to fix a bunch of the issues with him. Personally, I don't really mind. I mean, he's, he can have some work done. It's not. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not going to crap on him for it. Yeah. He just came out of the trash compactor. <laughs> Overall, what do you think of the announcement? I've been waiting for this and it doesn't disappoint. Yeah. I feel the same way. I mean, I was so psyched when they released the footage because I was like, oh, they're not going to say anything about Rogue One. They're still going to be quiet about that. But then they just did everything they needed to do right. Yeah, so Outer Rim was good. 
like a good start for the DLC. Yeah. They moved into Bespin, which is, in my opinion, the, the best, best. Yeah. DLC so far. And Death Star, they kind of went downhill. Yeah, they. I mean, it's still awesome, beautiful maps, but game mode is such lacking this. Lacking it's so this. long. I mean, there, I've, I haven't found myself playing it anymore because I, I don't, don't have, play it at all. I don't have the time for that. And you know, you now since Wave One so easily bypassed, but still, you know, ten minutes just to get in what I like the most. Yeah, when I can go play Walker Assault right off the bat. Or heroes versus villains. If you like thirsty or, for villains, or twenty minutes to where you, or twenty minutes maybe to get to the trench run, which is my favorite part. I mean, I love playing on the trench run. It just takes so long to get there. It's fun, but it wouldn't be my favorite. When I'm on the rebels, I just take out every single uh, tie fighter out there, and the tie fighters are super weak on that phase. There is a bug. I'm not going to call it a glitch. To where if you have the Millennium Falconer Slave One, as you go into the Death Star and someone kills you, it says they have defeated Millennium Falcon or Slave 1. Future of Rogue One, what do you want to see in the less than three weeks until it comes out? At least a trailer. Yeah. That's all I'm asking for. I'm thinking, um, okay, I'm going to predict. Next week or week and a half, we will be getting a Rogue One trailer. I wouldn't say that. I'd say, uh, as usual, a couple days before. Because I don't think they're going to change it. Yeah. You're you're thinking December that they're going to release one. I mean, I personally don't know if they want to change it up, but this has been the running theme. So I don't know if they're going to like completely change their way. I hope they change it because yeah. we haven't had a we didn't get a patch in October or November. So they better release us something. Yeah, I think if they release that, it'll tide the community over until it gets patched, which it needs patching. Though I've just stopped com- completely uh, playing the modes that are buggy. Like I don't, I won't play extraction because if I get the hero pickup, I never find the hero pickup. So I find the hero pickup a lot in extraction, and then I get in there. I'm like, yes, I got the hero. Oh wait, I can't quit. I can't do anything. I've never experienced that. No. Well, it happens every time I get one on uh, outer rim, and then hero um, heroes versus villains. It happens a couple times, which is super annoying, especially if uh, you've got a smaller game where you really need to have the hero or the villain for some weird reason heroes versus villains on the outer rim isn't as popular as i want it to be yeah also the thing with extraction is the hero pickup place i've actually never i got the hero pickup yeah and boba fett and no problem in extraction the weird thing i can see how it glitches up is because when it puts you in it lags up and all the heroes are blank as if they've already been chosen. Yeah. And then luckily, if you're lucky, it'll end out the time and it'll spawn you as. What they need to do is highlight the one hero you can be so you can click it. Well, I, I'd rather them just completely streamline it in, in on extraction where you, you get the hero pickup, you're immediately chosen as a hero. I mean, you don't really need that transition phase. I mean, you're already blanked out on the heroes that you can pick. You only can pick the one that's highlighted. So if they just did it streamlined, I think it'd be better. Also, something that I would like to see for Battlefront 2 maybe is if they have heroes versus villains, trim down the load times between each match because that takes forever. And I wish like when you're picking a lobby that it shows the percentage of the way of the game you're getting into. Because a bunch of the times I'll get in halfway and then I'll spawn on the losing team and I try super hard to like actually make some headway, but absolutely don't. Then other times I want to get in halfway because like if I'm on battle station, I want to get mm-hmm. to the third phase. Well, that's very unlikely. Yeah. 
I've, that's only happened once out of like 30 times I've played it. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. This episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. You can support the show by going to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. Or if you don't have the money and would like to support the show, you can go to iTunes and leave a review. If you don't know what to say, just leave your favorite Star Wars character. Our new intro music was made by Daniel Barham or at Gafunko on Twitter. G-A-F-U-N-K-O. If you want to be a guest on the show, you can contact us at battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com and in the subject line, put podcast guest. We do the guest episodes through Skype, so make sure you have a Skype account. You can leave feedback on our email. That again is battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us at SWB Podcast for all things Battlefront, and you can also follow us at YT for Warring Galaxy News. If there's new Battlefront news, we will cover it first on our Twitter. May the Force be with you, always. So now that's that. So now that's that. I can't do it. <laughs> okay, Sam. What kind of Easter egg you want to do? <laughs> what do you mean Easter egg? In a world made of Easter eggs, there's one man who has to eat them all. Oh, I know, I know Easter eggs, Sam. We can do your intro. Hey guys, my name's Sam. I'm 34 years old, live in my mom's basement. <laughs> How about we just let it happen? Okay. You can just let just it happen. Just let it be. <laughs> you got your songs mixed up there? <laughs> I want to hear that. Okay, ready? Three. Two, one.
Did you hear my body? It was like... <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. What? <laughs> what was that, man? Hey, guys, look at these times on our podcast. I was keeping my mouth on the microphone at all times. Hi. Hi, 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 h